0: You're listening to the Sewing and Growing
1: podcast and radio show with J and Jay. Welcome, faithful audio listener. Maybe this is your first time, but I am just going to be bold enough to call those things that aren't as though they are in accordance to Romans 4.17 and call you a faithful audio listener and you're going to want to stay with us. Uh, we're going to continue to have awesome guests and great topics that we yeah. discuss, Pastor Jonathan and myself. He's Jay. I'm also Jay hopefully you've <laughs> recognized our vocal differences I don't sing if we were to sing you'd definitely be able to recognize who was who but with that we have a special we have, guest we have a third j we have a third j it's j j and j j
0: comma j and j
1: yes uh actually it'd be j comma j comma and j j yeah that's true if we're being well, grammatically when, I, correct. when I grew up
0: take it English, I thought the last item in the list didn't need the comma if there was an and. I could totally And do
1: symbol? All. No, or, we'll just like the word No, I'm, I, you need a comma Okay. B- preceding the and. I, I struggle with that multiple times
0: throughout the week when I'm like writing something down and it's a list. I'm like, wait, is the last one get a comma or no
2: comma? I've always seen it as it's written with a comma.
1: Yeah, I'm, right. I'm on the with comma side. I got side. two J's. J comma, J comma, okay. and J... Who is the third J? It's John Poindexter. I'd identify him as a friend, a brother in Christ, and somebody that's really passionate about what God's doing in his life. (laughs) A warrior? (laughs) Someone who's willing (laughs) to wage war uh, on on what maybe he'll share. So uh, without further ado, do you have anything to say about our brother John Poindexter? I think
0: one word, if I had to describe him in one word, I would say passionate
1: yeah passionate which i in a this previous week's podcast i described as someone who's deeply invested in the present moment and i can say pretty much whenever i see you you are not without just living deeply in the moment so with that
2: take the mic (laughs) well thank you for that and thank you for having me on yeah you're welcome appreciate it it's an honor to be here um I guess we're here to talk about forty plus forty. Is that what you're going to name it? We we might. We always Discipline. determine the name
1: afterwards.
0: It, we it started, started off with really witty. Uh Intro or or titles, and now they're not as witty. We're just kind of throwing them up there. So I don't know. Yeah, a forty forty might be a good subtitle. If I think of something better daily than discipline.
1: that. Daily discipline. Daily you, discipline. Whenever you do that alliteration yeah. with the D and daily discipline, it kind of works. Maybe too. we can
2: bring a title out of this while we're, while yeah. we're talking. That's what we're yes. hoping for. Let's kay. let's
0: hope for
1: that.
2: So well, tell us just a little bit about you, John. Well, um, you know, I'd say I'm first a son. To Christ, or God. That's good. And, um, you know, I'm a father, a husband, father of three boys, which are its own little battle, but fun. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm a journeyman plumber at the moment. See where where life takes us, where God takes us, takes me. Um, Right now, though, I am actually on a, a spiritual journey through discipline, and that all stemmed from a program called 40 plus 40 started out as a, as a different one. Um, 75 hard for those that have heard of it, it's yeah. a little more secular and I like this one a whole lot more. It brings God into the mix and yeah. you know, that spiritual side I believe is something that we all really need more of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Dan Kale first cause he's the, the founder, the creator of this, um, He's my He's been my counselor for a long time and just helped me work through a lot of stuff that has changed my life. Uh, you can find him over at C- C- Trailhead Christian Counseling. And on that website, you can also find 40 plus 40. And I just wanted to
1: jump in and say, also, if you're like, man, who is this Dan Kale guy? And you don't want to go very far. You can listen to his episode that he did with us, Parenting Pro Tips. here on the Son and Growing Podcast with
2: J&J. Yeah. So continue. Okay. So 40 plus 40... You know, it's a, it's a spiritual journey through spiritual discipline and it's intentional and an intense program. Mm-hmm. It involves some physical aspects, some mental aspects, uh, some sp- just all around everything we kind of need in our lives, especially in this day and age yeah. to battle against like what the world is telling us we should be and what we need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of. A lot of things that are packed into this as well and when you do it god will actually reveal things to you and it will be different for everyone else i think that um on his website he gives a lot of details and scriptural details of why he named it 40 plus 40 you know the flood had 40 days 40 nights genesis 7 12 moses fled to midian after he killed the egyptian for 40 years Acts 7 30 Goliath taunted Saul's army for forty yeah. forty days before David came and slayed him. First um, Samuel seventeen sixteen, Elijah fled from Jezebel for forty days and forty nights to Mount Horeb. First Kings nineteen eight. So forty forty comes up a lot throughout the entire
1: yeah.
2: you know Old Testament and even in the New Testament, Jesus yeah. led by the Holy Spirit spent forty days and forty nights in the wilderness. Matthew four. So I mean. Yeah. There's a lot of the the forty days is is like become has a very like profound part in the Bible, mm-hmm. and um, that's why I think he he went along the lines of forty plus forty. Now, it's forty plus forty because it's two separate stages. Well, first stage, there's and then there's two different there's two different types. There's a there's a an intense version and then a lower version that just cuts the the first one in half. And it has physical activity, which is two 40-minute workouts per day. One has to be outside, which, you know, us us getting outside is very important because a lot of people spend a lot of time inside and don't want to go outside, you know, especially kids watching TV, playing video games. It's hard to get them outside to want to— get
0: that vitamin D and get connected to the earth.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Amen.
1: (laughs) Might want to do the workout without any shoes on. (laughs) I feel Um, that.
2: And that's the thing too about this. The working out isn't, it's not like a, a preset training regimen there. It's not like this is the intensity of your workout. These are the things you need to be doing. It is set upon your own standard. You, you should challenge yourself in it because that's where you learn more and grow more in God when you bring him into this. Um, you could walk for 40 minutes both times. They could both be outdoors, but one has to be outdoors. So is this
1: process this forty plus forty discipleship journey? Is it really a journey? Would you say it is?
2: Yeah, I mean, it all depends on what you put in it. You know, just like our faith. You know, what you put in it is what you're you're going to get more out of.
1: Oh, well, the reason I'm asking is because I hear that you're saying it's not a specific exercise regimen you need to do to obtain mm-hmm. the responsibility to some degrees upon you to know where you're at where you want to be, and the path you're going to take, which promotes this kind of journey process instead of this attainment process. Pastor Jonathan just taught on holiness on the podcast here recently. And it's interesting, some people like, what is the standard holiness I need to get to? And they get this attainment idea instead of like, no, I'm developing and I'm just pursuing holiness. So I think even in what you're saying with working out and different disciplines that you're practicing here. It's not, oh okay, I need to be able to run a mile in five minutes. Okay, once I get there, I guess I'm good with the program. It's where are you right now? How can you push yourself and how can you grow? And you grow to with a lifestyle of this. Isn't that part of it?
2: Yeah. And I think I think that goes similar to, you know, our faith. We don't want to and, and our spiritual walk is we don't want to just say, All right, I've made it to this point. Now I can stop. Yeah. You know, we want to keep growing. We don't, want to, we don't want to be stagnant or complacent in our faith. And that's kind of the same thing with this program is, you know, for me, when I started out, I started out waking up as early as I possibly could, which was probably like 6.30 maybe. I was trying to really rush it in. Sometimes I would just be getting it in after work, both workouts, trying to throw in everything in after work. And that I found out real fast does not work. So I had to, I had to adapt and, you know, sometimes in our spiritual life, we have to adapt too to the That's things good. that we are coming, you know, that we're coming into our lives. So I had to adapt and I said, well, I have to do, if I don't do the first workout in the morning before work, after work, I'm just, I'm going to lose myself. Like this isn't even going to be effective because I'm going to be so focused on the tasks that it's going to become more of a burden than it is going to become a learning process. And so I started waking up earlier and earlier. So now I wake up at 4, 4.30. I'm in the gym at 4.30 in the morning or 5 in the morning. Wow. Um, I drink half a gallon before I even go to work. Sometimes I will read my 20 pages. So let's go through that real quick. Yeah, yeah let's go just go
1: Can you go through the list of what 4040 so, is?
2: There are... Two 40-minute workouts. This is the more intense version, and you can just cut all this in half for the Ignite 40 version. Mm-hmm. There's two 40-minute workouts. One can be indoor. The other one has to be outdoor. Then you drink a gallon of water. You read one chapter of your Bible. You read 10 pages of a spiritual faith-based book. It can't be an audiobook. It can't correct? be an audiobook. You can listen to your chapter as audio. As the Bible, okay, but the book you actually physically have to read, which is good. We all should be reading more.
1: Can you do it on an electronic device and then increase yeah. the uh, <laughs> font size really big? So, like,
2: well, ten pages. Each page is like a
1: paragraph.
2: <laughs> yeah, ten pages is ten pages, though, man. Yeah, doesn't no, matter how good. big you make it on your on your Kindle you or wherever go. you use it. That's good. Um, and then no pornography. No substance of, of any kind unless it's medical and it is needed. Including caffeine. Ooh. Crazy. I failed
1: I'd, the
0: ignite version if it was supposed to be no caffeine.
2: Um I don't think that is I don't think that's considered. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure people are drinking coffee while while on this. Okay. okay. <laughs> and we're talking so we're talking illegal substances <clears throat> right, and, and stuff like drugs, alcohol, stuff like that. That's actually one that's on there is no alcohol specifically yeah. on there um what else do we got here we got the discipleship this part yeah. really really i love is you call someone every day to get a word of wisdom encouragement or insight into your life and you don't you can't do the same person every day or the same two people you want to you want the whole point of this is to create a better community and a better like connection with other people. So. I tried to contact multiple different people that I normally don't contact, so that I could have a conversation with them. They could speak into my life. We could get to know each other a little bit more, and you know that that progresses the body of Christ.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
2: that that's the benefit of that, and um, am I missing anything?
1: And that's cool too because this is such a personal development thing, but here's a community connection within this personal. Discipleship journey. You're not just going at it alone. You're going with others because we know to get where we're going, we can't do it by ourselves. We need each other.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so what? What have you
1: noticed change? There's one more thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. There's oh, one more
2: thing. I want to stop. And it's also, you know, to introduce a nutritional diet. Okay, this part. You know, you can, in all these parts, you you take it as you're saying where you are. And where you need to grow, but this part, the I think you like should really be touched upon. And as, as far as like, don't just make it something simple and easy. You want it to be harder. You want it to be challenging. It's almost like fasting. You want to. You want it to be kind of a struggle, and you want to bring God into every single portion of this that that you're doing. And so, if it's easy, and if yeah. you make it easy, it's a whole lot easier to not have God in it with you.
1: That's true. And so many of us, you know, love to fast things. Like I'm going to fast social media, which is great, but all of us need food and all of us have food addictions to some degree. And we allow our bellies to be our Lord instead of Jesus. So anytime you limit it and say no, and it. It is fasting because you're not just saying I'm not going to eat food for a day. You're saying I'm living a fasted life now where mm-hmm. I'm learning to say no to things that aren't ruling my life and learning to say yes to the one who is ruling my life.
2: Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome.
1: <laughs> Do you have something to say,
0: Jonathan? Uh, I was just going <laughs> to talk about discipline. Sorry. I'm going to cough in the mic. Uh discipline in general at least for me this might not be how it is for everybody but discipline is is discipline what i mean by that is there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of aspects to discipline we talk about physical mental spiritual discipline what i've recognized in my own life is that if i'm very adamant about being disciplined in one area, it translates very well over to another area. If I am being spiritually disciplined, that probably means I'm being physically disciplined as well. I don't know if that works that way for you guys. Um, but in my, in my case, discipline is discipline. And I remember, uh, brother Hagen talking about how he would go to people's houses and look in their drawers. And if they were like completely a mess, it would mean that their life and their spiritual life was probably probably a mess too, and that ended up being the case. And right now, just I'll disclose a few things. Like my house is fairly dirty, <laughs> and I realize that when I have a clean house, I am and like I sleep better in a clean room. Mm-hmm. Right, I get up, I'm more, uh, I'm more apt to do my devotionals in a clean house. That's an aspect of. Uh, physical discipline, right, keeping the house clean, that translates into all other areas. Have you noticed
2: that in your own life? Yeah, I actually think that um, all disciplines affect each other. And to say that they don't is, is a lie because I remember when, before I even started this journey, and I agree with you that I feel the same way. Yeah. is you always feel mentally better about yourself after you've cleaned your house and you're like look at all this look at all this work I did yeah. this progress <laughs> and I think that's one thing about us is is we do best when there's progress in our lives yeah when we stay stagnant we feel less about ourselves one thing for me especially and I guess on the physical side moving into the mental side is before I started this I weighed close to 200 pounds and the before and after pictures that I have are just astounding like I look at it and I'm just like whoa who is that guy but (laughs) looking in the I remember looking in the mirror every day and just being kind of disgusted with like what I let myself turn into and how I let my how I let life just get away from me and I haven't I was doing that for a very long time and this this was just the fruit of of a continuous process of like neglecting and being disobedient to the very things that God has given me. And so after, you know, the dieting, disciplining the dieting and doing the physical activities and losing the weight. Now mentally, I'm actually more confident in myself and my abilities and the things that I can do. And I think that's one really big aspect to this is, is confidence. And when you do the hard things, the things you don't want to do when new hard things come, it's, you're like this is another Tuesday man. Let's yeah. get going.
0: Developing a habit of constantly overcoming hard things.
2: and interesting too is you know Hebrews 12 5 through 11 talks about God's discipline and how he disciplines his sons mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you know discipline is key to the entire Bible. yeah The Old Testament is 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 a testament to that right you know God gives a command they obey it for a little while and then they disobey it. Because they lack the discipline to stay true to it. Oh, wow, that's true. And then he punishes them or he lays judgment upon them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then the change just starts all over again. You know, we have to, and it's, and discipline is hard. It you know, is it is not much. an easy thing. <laughs> like waking up at 4.30, 4, 4.30 in the morning, I don't want to do that. Still. That's, still.
1: Has it gotten it easier? Get, it
2: doesn't get any easier. Mm. I was but,
1: hoping you were saying this is easy for you. Now. No. Sometimes my <laughs> wife— If it was
2: easy, he'd have to up the game. I would. I'd be waking up. He wouldn't even be sleeping, man. He wouldn't
0: even be sleeping. We know that's <laughs> biblical. <laughs> and then you um, might have to be introducing some illegal substances at that point.
2: Just and, it, and it's it's interesting, too, because um, it even goes to the length of, like, <clears throat> my alarm will go off, and I'll hit snooze. And my yeah. wife will just be like, it's 4.30. Get out of bed. And I'll be like— <gasps> gotta go <laughs> you know so my wife actually is a blessing in that in that aspect as well as is, is she helps me at, in the morning get up and and out of bed That's good. and get going because she, so
0: she's not like you're crazy she's totally on board with what you're doing
2: um, with the changes that it's made in my life she's she won't care if I never stop
1: so what you' what I'm hearing from this is that I was gonna ask you earlier like what changes have you noticed you said your physical changes but it sounds like relationally it's helped a lot too.
2: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess we could give a little testimony uh, at this point. I, uh, testify. Um, do you need I a hanky testify. to
1: wave around? And no, you need I a shower section? Did.
2: Glory, go on, white boy, mm. come on. <laughs> um. So, so before, like, for a long time, I was actually an alcoholic, and I would stay up till probably two, th- till like three in the morning playing video games, and then go to work and just repeat that day after day. Hmm. It was a miserable existence. And then once I started, you know, and I've, I was searching for answers on how to fix it, how to solve it forever. And I ended up, you know, it started with like actually just two prayers. One was after I couldn't figure anything out. I was like, Lord, show me my heart. Show me what it is. And after he started revealing things to me, my next prayers became, Lord, destroy that, destroy my heart and just fill it with, with what you want to be there. Yeah. And oftentimes you have to be careful of what you pray for. Because the next thing was find your alarm clock because this is where we're going to do the work. Wow. This is where we're going to disappoint you. and you to
1: something you. so practical. Yeah.
2: yeah and, and, the th- and the whole thing you about 40 sometimes. plus 40, the whole thing about 40 plus 40 is it's a tool. Right. It's not meant to replace anything or take, like, say, all right. Now I, I'm doing all this. I'm so awesome. This is this can become vanity very fast, and that's something y'all you know, we always have to keep in mind. And you know, with the guys that I'm doing with it right now, is we constantly remind ourselves, like, "Hey, man, this can become dead works really fast." So yeah. you always have to keep your eyes focused on on God. That's through good, it all. John.
0: I, I like what you said. You prayed. And he brought you to, like John just said, he brought you to something really practical. And that's happened a lot in my life where you're going through something and you're like, God, I need an answer. You want him to part the heavens. You want him to give you a revelation, and point you to a scripture. And it all makes sense. And there's been times I've prayed that kind of stuff and God goes, make your bed. And I'm like, yeah. what? And it's that habit of discipline because we're, we're wanting to dive deep and eat the meat of the word and we can't even discipline ourselves uh, to do these practical things in life that that add up and and set a foundation for I think a lot of these spiritual revelations that God gives people is really based on a foundation of having that discipline in your life because uh, I think there's a lot of there, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with revelation and if you're not equipped to handle that God's not going to give it to you and a great way to equip yourself for a lot of this stuff is developing discipline in all aspects of your life so. Yeah, I man, sometimes you almost shy away from that type of prayer. Like, God, show me what's in my heart. And you're like, oh gosh, like, okay, I didn't know all that stuff was in there. Well, and then you got to start from ground zero again.
2: Well, I think it's like, it's funny because we all want a burning bush. But once yeah. that burning bush comes into our life, we're praying for rain or firefighters to come <laughs> put it out. And yeah. um, that's exactly what we need, though. It's the things that it's going to bring us through struggle. And grow us like we all shy away from not all i mean we all kind of do in a way is we don't want to do hard things we don't want to struggle we don't we make excuses for it we come up with lies to tell ourselves but it's actually through that struggle and through that pain of struggling that we grow the most yeah
0: and oh sorry go ahead no go ahead i say and you're you're your body and even in your mind can adapt to certain parameters that you give it. So if you're never pushing yourself, your body gets into a state of apathy. We see this in the gym. If you're never progressively overloading, your muscles will be just fine staying the way they are. Or you'll start to lose muscle mass. And I'm reminded of a, of a study that they did. I can't remember. It was it was a scientific study, but they put a bunch of fleas in a jar. And these fleas were jumping like straight out of the jar. So then they put a lid on it and they kept it that way for a number of days so the fleas kept hitting the ceiling and then they were like okay and they finally got to a point where they stopped jumping that high because they didn't want to hit the ceiling anymore then they took the lid off and even though they could jump out they were so used to hitting the lid that they stopped jumping that high and so uh i'm just thinking about when we when we when we uh exercise discipline we're taking that lid off we're taking those limits off and we're actually forcing ourselves to go beyond what we've trained ourselves to do that's good over the course of a number of years i mean we get so apathetic and we get in a habit of just doing enough to get to get by what's satisfactory what's mediocre but you will never grow with with just what's the standard
2: yeah complacency is a killer yeah Mm. for sure um it's like it's like elephants mm-hmm. in circuses. They tie them to a stick at a very early yep. age, yep. and then later, they can have them to that stick. The elephant <laughs> yeah. could rip it off, but they don't because yeah. they've been trained. And oftentimes, it's not the things that we like. We always want to be like, I need to. If I could just learn something else, if I could just learn more, that will be the answer. Sometimes it's unlearning things sometimes we need to to realize that the things we've learned are actually the things that are hindering us in our walk with christ
0: have you read the book do hard things i haven't okay because like you're saying a lot of things for that book even the elephant analogy so i was just i was i'll I'll point you in the direction of that book i
1: think you'll like it yeah it's a good book good i was just i was were you done with your testimony you're waking up
2: no let me just go on to what what it's actually no no that
1: was a good sidetrack
2: um so what it has done for my life and as far as beyond physical and stuff like that, because the goal is never to like, all right, now we're just going to all be bodybuilders in the church and stuff <laughs> like that. That's not the goal. Um, I've actually become a better husband. I've become a better father. I've become a better leader in my house. I've become a better son to God and I've become a better employee.
1: Mm, that's awesome. Wow. That's awesome.
2: You know, in my house, we kind of have this thing where like we don't, point the finger at other people i mean we do we 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 fall in that area but we always try and check ourselves and say if we're gonna make a list of all the things that are are hindering us that are like standing in our way we better be at the top of that list
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: what do you mean by that keep going like we
0: might like you're taking the responsibility
2: yeah i mean we want to say that like okay it's because of my boss that i can't be here I'm not getting paid enough. It's because of the government that we can't do this. It's because of these people or these situations. You could even, some people even say the weather, the weather is stopping me. But in in reality, it's our mindset, our own mindset that is stopping us from growth. and no, keep going, sorry. Stopping us from growth and stepping into areas that that are going to push us into what God has created us to be
1: and going back to what you shared and what I really appreciate, your really vulnerable and real testimony earlier is when you were at a higher weight and you're looking at yourself like, man, what has happened to my life? I'm disgusted. This is terrible. You felt like you weren't controlling your life, but if you fall back into these things where it's the government, it's the weather, it's my wife, it's my job, you're going to fall back in to those strongholds of I'm not controlling my life. It's all these things. But the moment you take responsibility you regain authority in your life to make a difference yep so that may be difficult to go man i'm gonna own this and something that pastor zane loves to talk about from jocko is extreme ownership but when you own your life and you say that you start to be able to regain control of your life
2: that is a really good book and that's a book that actually helped open my eyes to that exact thing and even in the Bible, it tells us, you know, is Matthew 7, 3. Why do you see the speck in your in your brother's eye and not the log in your own? You know, that self-evaluation is is good. Yeah. You know, not looking at somebody else and seeing all their problems because we all have problems. We're not – we. I mean some problems are – all of our problems are different, but we need to focus not on the per- problems of the person next to us. And try and say, well, look at that person. Well, look at yourself. Look at what you're doing. Look at where you're falling short and work on that. And then help when you see someone struggling, help them up. You know, don't just leave them in the dirt. Like if you know, if you see that they're having an issue and you're like, I can help them. Go help them. Don't turn around and talk about them behind their back. Right. You know? Or point fingers and accuse them of stuff.
1: It reminds me of a quote from Socrates, which says, the unexamined life is not worth living. And amongst growing physically, emotionally, maybe the first thing you fall into, falling into or choosing this 40 plus 40, is you start to examine where you're at in life. Which can be scary at first, but it's empowering in the long run.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you can if you bring god into it in every step you can examine where you are in your spiritual life mm-hmm. as well yeah. you know and we're and we're growing up in a world right now i'm reading this book called dopamine nation i don't know if you guys have heard of that who wrote it it's uh, her name's anna something I, I can't remember her last name okay. i'm only in like chapter 1 but it talks about how we're living in a world of overconsumption and overindulgence and we're just all seeking pleasure At some in some aspect or area, we are just trying to hit that pleasure spot of our brain, yeah. And that's something that we need to kind of like rein in, especially in the body of Christ. Is like that we're not trying to always hit that pleasure that pleasure thing. And it's like when people are binge watching TV, it's always just one more episode, and that's because it's giving you a shot of dopamine into your brain. Yeah. And we kind of do that with food. We do that with what we drink. We do that with. Being lazy, we do that with all sorts of facets in our lives, and we don't take if we don't take the time to examine those things, then they're just going to leave us falling behind and short, both physically and spiritually.
0: That's good. Uh, to clarify, this isn't just a program for men, correct? It's a program for everybody.
2: This is a program for everybody. Right now, we do have a men's group um, going on in New Creation called Stand Tall. Men's group, men's ministry. Um, you can find it on a tile. Yeah. in the app. our own tile. And forty plus forty is in that tile, and I mm-hmm. encourage everyone to go um, check it out. Um, see what God will do through it. God will do different things through everyone else. What yeah. He's done through my life isn't necessarily what He's going to do through everyone else's. And yeah. and the way I, and the way I do the program isn't the way everyone else needs to do it. I do take it to a more extreme. <laughs> Even my diet's pretty extreme. Like yeah. I'm on that I'm on that Candida diet. Yeah. So like no sugar, processed sugar of any kind. My sugar usually only comes from fruit and natural places like that. Um I don't have any yeast. Right. Um It is it is like a hard but clean diet. So do you have carbs? I can eat bread. And I can eat potatoes gotta be and stuff bread. unleavened. I. And you know what? I, after doing more this, more like Jesus. After doing this, like for so long, it <laughs> doesn't even bother me anymore. And right. then going back and eating that stuff, my body says, "Whoa!" Yeah, you got to get sick. You do. <laughs> and um, when it comes to like my second workout too, like right now, started out as running, or started out as walking, and then I was like, you know what? I gotta up this. And I started running, and I could barely run like three laps on a track. And then I started running four miles, and now I'm actually running with a 20 pound weighted vest.
1: Look at how you've grown. When will it stop? <laughs> <laughs> it won't, right? You well, well, that's, that's the goal. And
2: I and mm-hmm. I look at all that like like the vest is just weight. You know, it's in in our spiritual life we're gonna have weight. And if we can't care, like we should, if we push through with that weight, when we, when that weight comes off, we're going to be able to move more efficiently and effectively. So every, yeah. you can take every single aspect and then put it into a, into like the spiritual realm. And why, what does this represent? Not just worldly.
0: Yeah. I know the, the second, <clears throat> excuse me, the second, whoa, maybe you need to take over.
1: <clears throat> I got, he knows I got. the second,
0: the second part of 40. Plus forty, You introduce a new element, and that's cold showers. And I'm not currently in the program, but for the last month, I've been taking cold showers, and I really enjoy it, actually,
2: now. Are you the same way? Um, Yeah. So you actually introduce two new things. You take out the discipleship part, but you introduce the five minute cold showers and then you also introduce an act of kindness per day and the act of kindness like at first i was like what is, how am i gonna do this every day do i just randomly hop in and pay some hey here's five dollars but it can be just like picking trash up around your house calling someone giving them encouragement and in, in their life um and then like you know buying someone a meal that that's part of it, but you know you can get creative, you, and then you can pray to God like God, bring into my life a a a chance to give an act of kindness, you know. But the cold showers for the first <laughs> minute sucks yeah. the life out of me. Like I can't breathe for the first minute. Do you do it in the morning or in the evening? I do it after I run. I'm kind of yeah. smart like that. Wakes me up.
1: <laughs> that is smart. Yeah. It's best after a workout. Yeah, feels like good. you're
2: sweating, you're heat, you're all hot, and I do my workout. Um, in the afternoon. So it's like, it's a warmer. And when I hop in that shower, I'm just like, yes, cold shower. but it still like sucks the, uh, the oxygen out of my lungs.
0: It's hard hard to breathe. But after
2: a while I'm like, Oh, I like this. And I don't even turn it to hot. I just take the five minutes and get out. Yep.
1: Well, I, I think we're at a, getting at a good spot to wrap up this podcast. Uh, what I would like for you to do, if you're willing to do it, John is, There's somebody listening on their commute to work. They're listening to this as they're working and they feel like you felt, they feel like they don't have control over their life. Like life is just passing them by day after day, the same thing, hopeless. And as if you were sitting right across from the table, just like you are with us, would you talk to them in this little last minute of this
2: podcast? Uh, find your alarm clock. No, I'm just joking. Uh yeah, you know, we all life is life is hard. Life can be painful and when we look around, you know, we're looking for answers. But if you if we make a list of the things that we see that are going wrong in our life and that we want to point the finger to, I would just say make yourself the top of that list and then start looking at you and make a list around you what is what is keeping you from doing the things that that you feel like you should be doing.
1: There you go. Yeah,
2: and it's not easy. No, it's not easy at all. Self examination is probably one of the the harder things to do.
1: Right. Mm.
0: Uh, I'll add to that real quick because I know <clears throat> I've been in that place before uh, a few different times in life. Um, and there, you know, like you said, there's people listening. Uh, a lot of times, what's holding people back is you know, a lack of discipline in the first place. So they're like, okay, great. You're talking about discipline, 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 but I can't even, I don't have any. So how do I start to develop it? And really that they're that way because they can't be accountable to them, themselves. So introducing somebody or something that will help keep you accountable. If you're married, your spouse, my wife will keep me accountable to the things that I've said I would do. Somebody else in your life um, or something. My brother-in-law has a bracelet that shocks him. No no joke. If he doesn't get out of bed, he gets electrocuted. Wow. And it's like the thing that he needs to jumpstart and get him going. So there are tools like that, but I would say uh the best journeys are journeys that you're not taking by yourself. Yes. That's so good. if you have somebody and that's what this forty forty group and the men's group is all about because we're gonna be doing it together and hopefully the the goal is to to encourage and help keep each other accountable.
2: Yes, no, that is actually a good point. This is not meant to do solo. Yeah. Um, this is meant to do with the group and keep you accountable. So when we do it, there's groups you can hop into. Dan's got a group right now. We have a group at the church. Um I would encourage the ladies to to start a group. Get your own group growing, yeah. you know.
1: Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, I think tons of wisdom has been shared and I think we're at a good spot for the yeah. wisdom of the day. Would either one of you want to start off with the wisdom that you're taking away from this conversation, uh, hopefully to inspire you as a listener to take away something from this conversation as well? Maybe not everything, but is what is the one thing that you really can implement into your life?
2: I can start. Okay. Um, I think for me, through doing 40 plus 40, this conversation, and just my journey of trying to grow in Christ and and in what He's called me to, is that the truth is is the truth, and we can't bend it, we can't mold it, we can't shape it to what we want it to be. Um, we just have to either bend to it or or kind of live a lie, and and about, and and we got to use that to to look at ourselves and tell ourselves those hard truths that we don't want to hear. We got to tell ourselves what what we're most running from, what were the excuses that we're coming up with. You know, we got to be truthful about all that. Yeah. And otherwise we're just lying to ourselves and, and God doesn't really like liars, whether you're lying to someone or you're lying to yourself. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: That's good. I'll I'll jump in. I like how you mentioned in Hebrews, it talks about the discipline that comes from our heavenly father. And so many of us are living a dejected, sedentary, non-active, non-goal oriented life that is devoid of discipline. And we have this improper relationship with our father because that's not our father's desire for us he gave us grace so that we would rule and reign in life and i believe that's why we get frustrated because we know internally i was made for more than this Uh, but if we choose to live a life of discipline that discipline that comes from the lord that we resist that we stay so far away from becomes an integral and integrated part of our own life. So to really, instead of being afraid of a word of discipline that comes from our Father, to enter into the beneficial life of discipline, knowing that discipline is never pleasant in the moment, but it produces the peaceable fruit of righteousness into our life. So I just admire you, and I appreciate your honesty in this podcast, and I endeavor to live a life of discipline, not just be corrected when... I feel comfortable to go to my father. I want to live a life of discipline. I want to live that fasted life. I want to be able to say no to the things that I need to say no to. So I can say yes to the thing that, that God's calling me to say yes to.
0: Amen. Amen. Uh, my wisdom of the day is something you said earlier about the two prayers you prayed. God, show me my heart and then destroy, uh, destroy it. (laughs) We'll destroy anything in it. That is not of you. I think there's an old mercy me song. That's about that. I couldn't remember it, but I am also reminded of a, of a song from Hillsong called Hosanna. And the bridge says, break my heart for what breaks yours. And uh, so many times we're we're not wanting to examine our hearts because we know what's in there is gonna bring shame and be disappointing and displeasing to our father. But that's the first step in getting all of this right. So show me my heart, break my heart for what breaks yours, get rid of the junk. And then look, you said, you prayed that prayer and then he said, find your alarm clock. And I thought that was so cool. Cause, um, the, the best way to get started in my case is to find something very, very tangible and practical like that. And when I start there, like we said, discipline, it almost by nature will start to overlap into every other area of your life.
2: So, Amen.
1: Amen. great. Well, that was
2: great. Thanks yeah. brothers. Come and on. I have a, I have an, a question I think does answer itself. Um, but it's something to chew on and maybe just think about throughout throughout the week I like it is um, can we can we be truly obedient to God without discipline Selah that's
0: a Selah think about it maybe we'll answer it next podcast
1: maybe we'll not answer it I believe that we know the answer to that question I I believe it's rhetorical
2: I believe it's rhetorical but I think it's a good question to keep in mind throughout your entire day, right. every day, and kind of recognize that our goal is to be obedient right. to God. Right.
1: And discipline turns into devotion. So many people try to find what they're devoted to, but until you develop any discipline, you will not live a devoted
2: life. Well, yeah, you know, a man without vision perishes, but a vision without discipline All is.
1: right, we're going to kick this podcast <laughs> right back up if we keep going, John. Come on. But as our practice is, please pray us out of this podcast, brother.
2: Father God, we just we just thank you for this time that we could be together and, and share with you. And we just give praise to your name and the things that you're doing in our lives and revealing through us and through this podcast. We just ask that you, you show us our hearts every day. Show us what it is that we are lacking, that we need to discipline ourselves in. Show us where we need growth and where we need to come to you. We just ask that You bring us to where you want us to be. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for the grace that when we do stumble, that you are there to catch us and you are there to bring us up and that we do not have to be ashamed through this walk of discipline because it's not easy, but you, you value that very much. And we just thank you for it. And in your mighty name, we give praise and glory. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. All right. Well, that was a great episode. And hopefully that encourages and inspires you, whether you're a man or a woman, to start on the track and the journey of self-discipline. Thank you for listening, and we will see you we won't see you. We'll catch you next time on the Sewing and Growing Podcast with j and And this time, J, J, and J.